You found the DRG Media Group Sports Players Perspective podcast, and it'll begin right after this. Ah, why am I so sore? There are everyday moments. Hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder! (laughs) Yeah, that hurt. And there are epic moments. Slide, slide, slide! College! Class of 1995! When a moment creates a health need, Visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org slash orthopedics. From DRG Media Group Sports, this is the Player's Perspective Podcast. We realize that it's not everybody, but we also hear from kids that the kids don't like it either. I think the more we can do to improve it, the better off it's going to be for everybody. There's more on the effort to improve sportsmanship at South Dakota high school sporting events. Again, SDHSAA Executive Director Dan Swartos is our guest on this week's edition of the Players Perspective Podcast, brought to you by American Bank and Trust and of their orthopedics. Hi everyone, I'm DRG Media Group Sports Director David Burrow. Again this time we study sportsmanship, which in some cases has been a problem in the last few seasons in high school athletics. Dan Swartos put it well on a previous program when he said basically that some people don't seem to be able to say anything through a filter, and that just about anything, no matter how offensive, can come out. The SDHSAA wants this problem, which is certainly not widespread, but at the same time is noticeable, to be fixed. We pick up our conversation with Dan Swartos after his statement that student councils will be used as part of a year-long study by the SDHSAA to combat this issue. What pops in my mind when you talk about using student councils, which potentially is a very good thing. The thought goes into my mind, and you know, we, we were all in high school once, but we were told, well, you need to start acting like adults. Yeah. And which then they can say, hey, you want us to act like adults? You guys need to act like adults, too. There's something to that, and that's for sure. And, and you know, again, I, I just want to stress that it's not, we realize that it's not everybody. Sure. And, and, but we also hear from kids that the kids don't like it either. And, and uh, you know, so I think the more we can do to improve it, the better off it's going to be for everybody. Kids don't want to be embarrassed. That's that's the other thing, and especially when you're that age, you can still be fairly easily embarrassed by what other people do that are representing the school they're at too. Right, and and that's we always preach that you're there to cheer the kids on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is meant for entertainment. It's not pro sports. It's high school sports. The purpose of high school sports. It's not life or death. It's it's to teach kids life lessons. And and one of the biggest lessons in life is that sometimes things don't go your way and learning how to deal with that. And if, if they're not seeing the adults around them, uh, outside of them, handling things not going their way in the most appropriate way, how can we expect them to do the same? And so I, I think the student councils will do a good job, but but there is some irony in that, in that we're asking the kids to help us police the adults' behavior. How much does all this tie in with, and, and it's a continuing problem, you're still having to try to find officials, and I know it's not a new problem in South Dakota, but how much does this tie into that? I think it's certainly, a, a, a number one of the bigger reasons why uh, we lose officials. I think there's, you know, there's age reasons and there's health reasons and there's family commitments and things like that. But I think, um, I, I think 
treatment of officials is definitely a reason why, why people get out of it. And I don't think any official signs up expecting to never have anyone question a call they make or or anything like that but it's also difficult to ask a, you know especially around here we don't have a ton of officials so you're asking officials to drive from two three hundred miles away take time off of work to come here and then to to be called every name in the book and then you know i've seen uh people put pictures of officials on the internet and dragging them all over social media and i always think why in the world would someone sign up to do that to go make a hundred bucks to do a basketball game and lose you know spend seven hours of their life between the drive and the game and driving back uh just to be treated that way and like i said it's, it's not about our officials having thin skin or anything like that i think there's that's part of the game there's going to be calls that people disagree with but i think that We've gotten to the point where, in some instances, where it's really crossing the line, and I think that's what we need to pull back on, and 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 I think that would definitely help us, particularly young officials. They get in their first couple of years, they're they're trying to learn how to how to officiate, and and um, we're trying to get them in there. And if it's just a miserable experience, and you've got someone who's just on you from the word go and calling you every name in the book. There's, they've got to be thinking, why, why am I doing this? So if we can take that aspect away, I think it would definitely help uh, with re- retaining officials. The idea you had about, and I read this with a lot of interest, about possibly having a curriculum where you could have high school students learn to be officials, and while they're still in high school, uh, officiate games. That could potentially be a really good thing in the long run. I think there's a lot of merit to that. Uh, Elk Point has developed a curriculum, and I think we're going to be looking at that. Uh, Montana's, or not Montana, New Mexico's uh, Activities Association has done this too, and they've got a model curriculum that we're looking at. But I think it would be a great opportunity for kids, and, you know, it's a small percentage of kids that go on and play collegiately. And But if we can get kids in high school and they get certified to, to be an official, uh, uh, it's a... It's a it's an easy way to stay connected to a game that they love to do mm-hmm. and to make some extra money throughout college. And, and I, think it's, I think it has a lot of merit to it, and we're really going to follow up on that. Our sincere thanks to South Dakota High School Activities Association Executive Director Dan Swartos. This is the DRG Media Group Sports Players Perspective Podcast. What if we said a bank isn't a place to lock up money? It's a place to set it free. What if the point of banking wasn't to bank at all, but to put your ideas to work? What if your bank asked, what if, a little more? Well, what if we told you, we do? We're American Bank and Trust, where what if meets why not? If you are ready to change what you get out of banking, start a relationship with us. What if you made the move today? We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Players Perspective Podcast. And if there's an athlete from whom you'd like to hear, contact us through drgnews.com or the DRG News app brought to you by Golden Buffalo Casino. The Players Perspective Podcast from DRG Media Group Sports is brought to you by Avera Orthopedics and American Bank and Trust. I'm David Burrell. Thanks for listening.